You guys there? I'm here. Cool. Can you see Jeff in the car? Go ahead.
sat down and watched a couple of movies where I went to sleep. Watched Karate, Karate Kill. Watched Karate Kill. How was it? Oh, I I really liked. It. I really liked. It. I really liked it. Yeah. I haven't. Patrick bought it, but I haven't. He watched it. I haven't had the chance to sit down and watch it yet. But he says it's really, really good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed yeah, it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, that's a lot of fun. I got to see. I got to see it after at uh, Frightmare, and with uh, Corando, you know, introducing it and then him taking questions at the end and everything. It's really cool. Really cool. Well, and then you had Corando on your show, Atomic Age Media, not too long ago. Yeah, it was the last. Well, yeah, yeah the last the episode. Last he was just as cool as meeting him in real life. He's a cool, really cool dude. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Pretty nerve, pretty nerve wracking, honestly, because I, I don't do a lot of interviews. Were y'all originally going to interview him while I was at a convention? Do what now? I think were y'all going to originally interview him during the convention? Yeah, we're going to – I think I talked to him about that a long time ago. Um, we were trying to interview with him after the convention, but it didn't work out. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning when the city was done. So I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go to sleep. So what's everybody's prediction tonight on Game of Thrones? Blood, blood, and more blood, and someone oh, dying, yeah. Oh, yeah. and another person dying, and I'm sure there'll be some sexy parts being shown, and then a big wedding will happen. <laughs> so I think, um, I think a certain character is going to be bringing a certain present to uh, Cersei Lannister. And I can't wait to see what happens. Well, the synopsis says that Cersei returns the gift. So, well, okay, so she returns the gift. I think the gift is obviously the only Sam's big daughter that's still alive. So yeah. if she returns the gift, yeah. she must return the gift to Alaria Sands in order to establish, you know, or should, I should say reestablish mm-hmm. some sort of, like, um, Revenge, revenge. Well, not only that, but, but uh, because right now she only has, like, three out of the seven kingdoms. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in order to be like, here, I will return your daughter to you in order for you to pledge your allegiance, like, alliance to me. I doubt that happened because of the whole, like, Dornish and Lannisters. Like, they obviously have bad blood, especially in season four, when freaking over Martel opened his big mouth, who could have won the whole damn thing if he didn't get so fucking cocky. That was still one of the coolest death scenes, like, ever in the show. Oh, yeah. Over in Martel, like, his head just exploding at the hands of the mountain. That was incredible. Yeah, I loved it. 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 Yeah, I, I, I kind of... Yeah. <laughs> I kind of know how uh, Jamie Jamie know well, how, uh, he was almost, he was you almost know, getting off shot. Yeah. 
over on Redneck Novel Convention, got himself killed. It's, yeah, me too. Well, I heard, though, that they're actually going to be working on some spin-off uh, shows as well. So once the, after, once the Game of Thrones show is, is done next season, they're going to be working on some, some spin-offs. I just don't know exactly what storylines they're going to attempt to to do. And then the next season, it's going to be two-hour episodes of the hour long episode. Oh, really? Which, I don't know. I need a pee break in there. <laughs> <laughs> a Game of Thrones intermission. <laughs> I, 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 I figured it was going to be more like the Sermillion that J.R. Tolkien wrote, where it's like yeah, about, it's about the world, like, not about the characters. About the world, really. not about the characters really. Yeah. It would be cool if they kind of show something other than, like, Westeros. Like, you have to – there has to be more to the world other than this just piece of land housing these what? seven kingdoms. That's, like, one of the spinoffs are doing. They're going to see where, where um, Danny was, like, around, like, Bravos and Hessos are going to explore there and how it used to be such a huge city with, like, Solarian steel and like more dragons, which I'm fine with the dragons, but I need freaking more direwolves. I could have oh, yeah. oh. had points last yeah. week if they have freaking ghosts in there. The hard part is, though, because, like, Westworld is, is based off a movie, and, a, well, and then there's a sequel called Future World, and that, that's it. I mean, with Game of Thrones, you got, what, how many, like, four or five books, I think it is? Four or five books, I think it is. Yeah, so, yeah, there are five books right now, and then there's going to be a spin-off that's going to be written the sixth or is still in the process of writing the sixth one. So there's speculation that they might do movies or kind of like spin-off TV shows based on where the books go. Um, mm. Because obviously the TV show now has, has just completely gone past the books. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Like it'll be, it'll be interesting. And I heard rumor that um, the next book May come out next year. Yeah, May 2018. Yeah. So I mean, it's taken them long enough. It's like, dude, what are you doing? It's like you have myself going, like else going on, like that, like slow burning cheese. Like I'm like done. I just want to get back out. I mean, that's, I don't read the books. Do you guys read the books at all? I never uh, couldn't make it through the first episode. <laughs> I hear ya. I cannot read fantasy to save my life. Like, in trying well, to read the first book, which is horrible. I can read fantasy. It's just that the Game of Thrones just, just wasn't the book. It wasn't really that interestingly written. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. That's just like um, when I tried to read God, Mario Puzo, he was going in two minutes of scripting, and I never left the end in the beginning of the book. Yeah, it's like um, when I was back in high school, um, 
I read, I read, I read the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings like at least two or three times. But, something about something about Martin though. He just he doesn't write things very interesting. I feel like he puts way too much detail into his stories, which. I mean, great is it's great, but like there's a lot of history, and he doesn't really break it up very well. Like getting through the first book was really hard. I'm trying to go through the second book, and I'm, like I'm so disinterested in reading it because it's too much, like too much in your face. Well, not only that, you're kind of spoiled because the show is the, the show is so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like, well, I mean, unless you really like to read and you're really ambitious, like, why not the reading, you know? <laughs> why read yeah. when they've done such a good job, like, putting it out there, like, in visual form? Yeah, well, yeah, I think Game of Thrones is yeah, it, yeah, being one of those situations where the the, uh, the, uh, the movie or show the, actually ends up being better than the book. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, I mean... You know, for me at least, who never read, who knew anything about these books, and just kind of just rented them. I remember that first season when it first came out. I just went on a hunch. I was just like, "This looks pretty cool," so I rented it, and I was like, "This is incredible." Incredible. So. Well, have you guys, anybody watched anything uh, uh, recently that's been anything, any good or, or you guys would recommend? I watched, I watched Kong Skull Rowling. Oh, you love that shit, right? That was so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. It's so good. I love that movie. It's so good. Not only was it so well done as far as, like, the portrayal of Kong, but, yes. I mean, the cast was excellent, and the story was, it, it wasn't like a, a retelling of, you know, the other King Kong movies. They weren't trying to, like, yeah. do another remake. It was like a whole new re-envisioning, re-imagining. And, I mean, hey, any movie with Tom Hiddleston in it, like, it's okay in my book. And I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like that there wasn't, like, a real, like, love story in it because sometimes that kind of ruins the film for me. Like, there's, like, an overly, overly like, love story. There was a love story, but it wasn't between, like, it wasn't your typical love story. Right. It was, you know, Brie Larson's character and some of the other characters um, kind of finding uh, some sympathy, some empathy for this large creature. Like, they crash land, you know, they landed on island like they invaded this creature's home yeah. and then all of a sudden like this creature you know king kong is under attack yeah like that's not fair so you know it was them you know trying to ultimately you know having compassion and trying to save you know this animal which i mean people forget king kong is, is an animal he's just a really big gorilla yeah and yeah you know for me at least for me um the only problem um, I had with Kong Skull Island is that it has zero uh, character development, and you're kind of missing that whole love, that whole like love, sort of um, love connection between Kong and uh, like the Naomi Watts character. Um, the, only, the only thing I. Tom Hiddleston is saving his love for me. 
The only real story I can recall was where Samuel Jackson was, um, he like he was depressed that the war was ended, and he that, found a new enemy. That's the love story. The love story between Samuel L. Jackson and his love for war, his love for revenge. That's the love story. Yeah, that's fucking shit. You're a real bad motherfucker. Now please tell me you, you saw the end I'm in the, I'm in the theater posting most of the time what I've seen and I'm um, um listening to the score and everything. That's what I'm doing most of the time. This guy who directed Console Isaac who's directing uh, the Metal Gear Solid movie. You hear that? Really? Yeah. The what? This guy, the guy who directed Console Isaac will be directing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Metal Gear Solid you ever play that before? Okay. Okay. No, no. Oh, okay. It's okay. like a spy espionage like sort of action movie. It's like a weird, different, colorful character. Weird, different, colorful character. Uh, with a character called Snake. Uh, uh, Snake, Snake uh, looks just uh, like Snake Plissken, basically. Like but... Okay. It was pretty cool. It's from Japan. It's a... Uh, it's uh, pretty long. I think there's like six games now. Like so it's a lot of history. So, a lot of history. There's even a. I watched uh, Chronos. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Okay, I watched Chronos. Okay, I watched Chronos. Um, uh, Friday night. Friday night. Totoro? Totoro? Mm. Yeah. Oh, awesome! But I, I that, probably had seen that. I probably had seen that movie in about. In about. I might have been in high school. Or getting out of high school when that came when that came out. Did you see it back in high school? Did you see it back in high school? Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, it came out in '93. So it's, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Has Nicole? Have you ever seen Chronos? Nicole? Have you ever seen Chronos? No, I haven't heard of it. I was like ten when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's Camille Del Toro. I think it's his first. It's his first feature film. It's awesome. I believe so. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah. It's a love story between uh, a grandpa and his niece. A niece or his nephew, one of those two. It's me. Yeah, I think it's me. A grandpa turns into a vampire. A vampire. A vampire. And uh, Ron Perlman's in it. He's a wacky fucking character in there. He's great. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. 
it would be pretty. It's a pretty funny pretty, like pretty, uh, behind the scenes thing. Like, like uh, Ron Perlman, he asked uh, Del Toro if he should he speak Spanish instead of English for his lines, and he practiced some Spanish. And he showed Del Toro. Del Toro was like, just speak, just speak English. Be terrible. Pretty great. Uh, have you guys watched uh, Magic the Court that watched the thing recently that's um, really uh, suit your, your fancy? Can I just say 10 peaks is putting me through a fucking roller coaster right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Ash just hasn't gotten to this season, but holy fuck. That's all I'm going to say. Holy well, fuck. I, I got Thank you, Nicole, for letting me be on your on your Amazon. Because I, if I wasn't on anybody's Amazon, I would be pretty much in the fucking uh, dark right now because this shit is a trip. I mean, this is this reminds me of some old Lynch. Um, so what? Anything else? 
high. We went to the drive-in on Friday night for a superhero triple feature. It Mm -hmm. was Spider-Man Homecoming. It was Wonder Woman, which we had already seen, but seeing it a second time, oh, my goodness, it does not lose any of its impact. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was a first-time watch for us um, as far as Spider-Man and Guardians go. It started at 8.30 uh, at night, obviously, and didn't get over till after 4 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) They're like two hours hours deep. Yeah, and this was after, like, you know, having been at work all day and I had been awake since like 6.30 in the morning, so I have no idea how I stayed awake during Guardians, but I did. I did it. Such a trooper. Um, So I never high down the high down. So I know that Mr. McFarlane didn't so much like Spider-Man, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's a pilot. Show that to me. You gotta give it another chance. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. But I'm glad you guys like it. Hey, I'm glad you guys like it. Hey, everything is for everyone. You know, that's they make multiple flavors because everything isn't for everyone. Okay. So, um, totally but I, I mean, I, we, we paid our money, and I fully enjoyed it. I thought that Tom Holland was an excellent Spider-Man. It's cool to see uh, a younger Whoa. Spider-Man, like, Whoa. instead of trying to make him, I don't know, like, in college or, or whatever, you know, going to work at the Daily Bugle and stuff. Like, he's, he's in high school, and he's trying to figure himself out as well as trying to figure out, like, who he is as Spider-Man and his, you know, capabilities and stuff. So I thought, I just thought it was fun. That's my problem, though. It's like every Spider-Man we have so far is that he's always trying to figure out who he is, figure out his life, and figure out his family, figure out his past, like, or how to deal with having a relationship and having a superhero uh, daily job or whatever. It's like, I've seen all of them before. So. Yeah, but they advance the story so much. Because, like, they didn't, they didn't really advance it that much. No, I'm talking about like uh, in a in a Tobey Maguire when he he gets bit by a spider and you don't see him really do too much in high school, but you know he's you know doing grown people stuff. Well, I will say that with Tom Holland, yeah, he's already bit by a spider and everything. But like we never know, we don't ever know how long he's been Spider-Man. Point of Avengers, uh, Civil War, to Spider-Man Homecoming now. So he's still Figuring out his powers. Plus, in this one, he got a special suit made by Tony Stark. And he's helping him along. He's like, this forever. It just, he's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting super showed out. I'm getting super showed out. Okay. No, I, can, I can get that. I feel like there's a, there, there's a lot. There are a lot of superhero movies out. And there are a lot of superhero uh, movies coming out. 
for the next several years, you know. So I, I get that. I get that they're trying to kind of shove certain characters down your throat. I kind of felt that way with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, Which is hilarious. You know, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I don't think yeah. it was as good as the first one, but I just felt like they were really just trying to shove. And, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like, the characters are great, but I feel, I feel like they're just trying to really shove certain characters down your throat. Like, here love these guys and, and it's, it's too it's too much you know I just it's, it's too much sometimes it is okay. it, it really is okay. too much sometimes like Guardian of the Galaxy 2 story, story is whatever story is whatever the characters and stuff are really funny the are I can care about fun. nothing else but the characters are a lot of fun oh I totally agree like Baby Groot is adorable, and I really enjoyed Rocket's character in the second movie as as, as well. And Drax. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, he was good, but it was just like, uh, my only issue with him, and I mean, I, at the risk of going angry nerd myself, I know that's usually my husband's job. contagious. Yeah, I know. There's something in the water up here in Massachusetts, you know? Um, it's good stuff. I just I felt like his character was too different from the first movie. You know, like they were trying to make him funnier. Sure, I agree with that. Is, you know, he went from having no family, like he lost his family, and then, you know, he gets involved with this, you know, band of misfits. That is his new family. Maybe he's yeah. like, Maybe I'm just less out of my ass, but like maybe he kind of loosens up a little bit. You know, I mean, that makes sense. You know, when you get comfortable around people, you know, people that you consider family, people that you care about, yeah, you do yeah. have to loosen like, up. Like, I feel like that's true. like me. Like, I was so shy and quiet, and then people told me out, and I'm like, woo! Wait a minute, you're shy. It's a. You sit on a point of line. It's the sequel curse. It's the sequel curse. Like every curse, I mean, every yeah, like sequel that comes out usually has they try to go be above and beyond the first one, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it really fails, and sometimes it's okay. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Like that, like uh, like Die Hard, Die Hard Two. You get a lot more of like uh, John McClane and his wife, like more interactions with them. And for some people, it doesn't work, and for some people, it does work. For me, it, for me, it does work. So. I agree. Nicole re- recently just watched the Terminator movies. Well, the first and the second one. Yeah. And that's another instance where the second one, you know, the, the sequel. It's so much better than the first one. I oh, believe. man. Oh, man. Nicole, oh, what are you doing? Nicole, what are you doing? <laughs> I just feel like there was more better story in Terminator, Ter- Terminator 2. Like, but like when it comes to like the backstory and everything and kind of where they were going with the second film, I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. Like I understand it a little bit more. I actually liked it a lot more. Yeah, I 
movie is going to do it for you. But if you're not a fan of action movies, the second movie, which has more of a, a story to it, um, more acting involved instead of just blowing shit up and stuff, um, sure. you're going you're to be more drawn sure. to the second movie because yeah. there's more to it for you know, than, than the first. So I think they're both pretty equally, like, on par with each other. Like, both of them have yeah. their good points, yeah. you know? So... Yeah, like I think for, maybe just because it's my each action fan is probably why I'm more drawn to the second Nicole, this, Nicole, this, Nicole, this is your first time Terminator 1 and 2? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. It's really cool. She just watched Day of, Day of the Dead for the first time last night. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I just like. Don't be sorry. We're not. We're not that guy. Sure at all. I just. I just feel like an old person. Like Termin- Terminator Two came out when I was about. That's my. My. I might have been a sophomore in high school. Wait, came out in ninety one, right? Yeah, ninety one. I was two. I was two. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, I was four and I was watching the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You know, for me, I've seen the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah! Blues Brothers, anybody? Okay. Okay. How about two thousand? About 2000. No. All right. No. That's that's pretty brutal. That's not very good. Oh, Blue Cross 2000. Yeah. yeah. I kind of yeah. wiped that from my memory. I wiped that from my memory. Yeah, it's all probably on Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, man. Crystal Skull, man. Brutal. Brutal. Well, you know, I. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, speaking of sequels, I know Actions hasn't seen it, but I don't know if you have seen it either, Jeremy, but there's been talks of Baby Driver 2. And I know, Corey, you've seen it. Yeah. Would you want to see Baby Driver 2? As long as Edgar Wright was doing it, I would watch it. I would watch it. Okay. I feel the exact same way. Even though I like how it ended, I'm like, where else are they going to go with the storyline? Yeah, but yeah. As long as they can write it, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I agree. For me, um, I for me uh, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather Edgar Wright move on and do a different Because that's how huh? that's how the um the Cornetto trilogy works. You have, you have horror, you have action, you have sci-fi. But he does, but he does like a mixture of sci-fi and comic book stuff with Scott Pilgrim. Then he does goes back to action again with Baby Driver. So I'd like for him to like take on something different now. Take on something different. Yeah, I I completely agree. I, 
you know, this is definitely out of, like, a complete different turn from what he normally does. And it was just, I love the movie. I've seen it at least twice, and I'm probably going to try and see it again before it's on in theaters. But okay. it, just, it just shows you how, like, how um, the range of what Edgar Wright can do. Like, he can do just sci-fi, he can do comedy, he can do action. Like, I wonder what else he's got in his back of tricks to kind of please the audience. Um, I, I kind of wonder what his uh, Batman would have been like. Oh, me too. Uh, oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Ant-Man, but I mean, his Ant-Man could have been like a masterpiece. Yeah, it's this is one of those things you somewhere probably in the alternate world you're able to watch that. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Well, the, you know, there's another problem here, too. Oh, yeah, there's another problem here, too. Simon is always the co-writer. Simon Pegg was not a co-writer on Baby Driver. He just had to write somebody else. So, that's different. Took her out in like 
15 of her friends to, like, this place called Fredericksville, uh, Texas. And they, like, went to all the wineries up there and got wasted. And it's, she had a great time shooting. Yeah. I'm glad she went up there because she really needs a break. She's having trouble, trouble with work, and she's pretty bummed out. So great bachelor party. party. Uh, you bachelorette parties are so much fun. I can't wait to say. I know. Um, apparently, what I remember from mine is not exactly what happened because homegirl was white girl wasted. Like, <laughs> 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 We started the night pole dancing. Like, we did pole dancing lessons, which, let me tell you, pole dancing, oh my God, it, those ladies earn that money. So, uh, definitely, if you're going to, people out there listening, if you are going to a strip club and that lady is working that pole, you tip her and you tip her well because that, <laughs> oh my goodness. The, right. the upper body strength right. that is necessary to hold yourself up and try to, like, turn yourself in all of these different directions off. Like, I thought, well, I was trying spaghetti arms by the end of the night. But then by the end of the night, I was so drunk, I didn't care. So, I <laughs> 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 had, um... I remember my bachelorette party was 80s theme because I'm obsessed with, like, 80s hair bands. So we all were running around in, like, Motley Crue shirts and, like, really big yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, right? And we were um, we were out in Boston, and we found uh, some club that was doing an 80s night. So it just wow. worked out really, really well. Yeah, it worked out really well. So the white girls. Oh, and that's, yeah, and that's when I, my poor sister, like, I I owe her so much because she she got me out of out of some trouble. There's, she could have gone down that night, and it didn't, thanks to my younger sister, who was babysitting me. Man, Nicole is fucking dying. Nicole is fucking dying. Uh, what day?
was a divorce and everything. Uh, Martin got me a job at his company, and we've been working for almost five years together. Working for almost five years. Well, okay. Good dude. Real good dude. Working together, um, I got him the job at the lab as well, yeah. and he's been there. I remember him playing about that? Yeah. Remember him playing about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are together. All right, man. Is you that Pat is working there right now? Or? Yeah, so um, yeah, so we work together. Uh, actually, the three of us all work together, but we work in different parts of the um, of the company. But we all see each other several times throughout the day. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes not on purpose. But Lassie okay. uh, and I have been together for almost eight years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So, good. Very good. Yeah, we we met on the uh, on the internet. You know, Yahoo chat, he said ASL, and I was like, yeah, what's up? We did meet on the internet, but not, it wasn't Yahoo. Oh, man. Oh, my God, ASL. Gosh, you know that work. I have a somebody at work. Be like, ASL? Right. Make sure, make sure you put the uh, the, the slash marks in there. Or is anybody excited about um, any movies coming out soon, or anything in the theater right now, like uh, War of the Apes or uh, Comic Blonde, or anything like that? I really want to see a Thomas Blonde so bad. I love Charlie Theron, and seeing some of the stunts that she's done in the movie, I just, oh, oh. It's like 98%. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, they were actually planning on filming it a certain way, and then obviously doing like a body double and whatnot. But because she's so capable of doing her own stunts, they were like, oh, well, we don't have to. So they completely changed how they filmed the movie based on the fact that she can do everything herself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't okay. seen it, but I downloaded the soundtrack off of Spotify. And it's, the soundtrack is awesome. It just pumps you out, and it's like, yeah. I feel like that's going to be my answer for the next week at work. Like, I'm ready to have a look at that. It has, it has such a good cast. It does. And James, that boy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping to get to see that. Um, also, uh, Dark Tower. I know oh, yeah. uh, my husband's really excited to go see it. And Same he, here. Um, I've just started reading it. So I, I know I'm not going to be anywhere near finished. But I've read the entire series at least three times. Oh, really? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, uh, based, on what seen, based on what you've seen with the trailers and stuff, how do you feel about it? Like, are you, like, really excited to see it? Are you kind of, like, hesitant to see it? Um, um, you know, what are first, your thoughts on it? Um, at, first, at, at first, I was very hesitant. At first, I was, I was very like, hesitant. I'm very excited like, to see this. I, this has been a dream. I, 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 like, 
like, like episode seven was dream for the longest time, and it finally happened, and it ended up being really good. This has been a dream for almost just as long. So I'm hoping this is really good because I watched um I went and saw uh, Atomic Bomb and they had a trailer for Dark Tower uh, before the movie, and I was like. This I'm go- I'm ready. I'm this looks good. I'm down. So there's it's a it's a big amalgamation of all the stories put into this and when you got when you when you guys finally read Dark Tower you understand when I say the first cycle. So, yeah. Okay. This is just a cycle they made for the film, not the book. So maybe it'll make it'll make the book not so bleak of an ending. So maybe make it a better ending. Unfortunately, I know how the book series ends because Ooh, it has been very yeah. out. Um, and <laughs> from what I've gathered, like it. I have so many questions, which is hence why I'm, I'm starting to read the series. Uh, so I can I can only imagine if they decide, you know, what route they're going to take as far as, as the movie goes. And, you know, is it going to, because it's a series of books, is it going to be a series of movies, or is it just one standalone movie? What I've heard is it's that supposed it's supposed to be... To be oh, Bloodcorn, good. Oh, Bloodcorn. Yeah, I heard it's supposed yeah, to be like a series. Like a series. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah. And it was Idris is uh, involved in it. Uh, Showtime or HBO, one of those. Showtime things. or HBO, one of those. Yeah, yeah. But I think they were saying that that might be Wizard and Glass from that book. Um, Which is crazy because Wizard and Glass, like, number four, and then it's not anything really about the main, the main four characters. It's, a, it's basically about... It's a flashback to Roland's past. So it'll be like a prequel almost. But I'm in the beginning. I'm personally in the beginning of Wasteland. And I sat it down a couple months ago and never really started back up on it. Oh, corny. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I almost had to be a yeah, I, got, I got comments that I have to ask up right now, you know. I've been trying to move to reading things. I'll, uh, I'll tell you guys this. Um, I told Cornish already, but uh, I saw Atomic Blonde last night, and for me at least, um, it's it's one of my favorites of this year. It's, it's not as action packed as you as the chairs make it out to be, but it takes its time. But when the action comes, it, it comes like it, it's brutal. It's really good. Yeah, that's it. I'm watching this sometimes. And. Charlie Theron is my superhero. Uh, she's a, she's an amazing amazing person. So. That's awesome. We got Furiosa. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, there you go. Ahead. Oh, there you go. Ahead. 
So I was just saying that, you know, she plays Furiosa, which is probably one of my favorite female characters in a movie ever. And now she plays in this movie. Um, and she's incredible. And she's an incredible badass. So. She was who I was hoping they would make uh, Captain Marvel. I kind of wish that she was. Same here, dude. Same here. Well, we got Brie Larson. Brie Larson's good. Yeah, but she's no Charlie. Yeah, but she's no Charlie. No, she's not. I mean, like, no, with Skull Island, and Skull Island individually, she's, all those characters are pretty much like just one note. And she's very much one note in that movie. So I'm hoping she brings like some like the room. She brings some of that A game with her when she plays Captain Marvel. For me, Brie Larson is the perfect Captain Marvel. She's taking this, this role extremely seriously. Um, I've been a fan of her since Scott Pilgrim. And seeing her evolve into what she's become, she's a very serious actress. Like She won an Oscar for The Room. And for her to kind of branch out of her comfort zone is a risk. But I think for her to take Captain Marvel and being becoming the superhero that, like, I mean, Wonder Woman is wonderful. I don't think anything, you know, top that. But for Captain Marvel and what Brie Watson will portray, it's a lot for her. And I think she's taking that pressure to, taking that pressure with all the strength. And she's so outspoken about being a positive role model for young yeah. girls and boys. Yeah. And I think she, it's, it's a lot that she's going to have to prep, but she's capable. She's got the acting skills. She's got the dedication, the passion. She's right. become Captain Marvel. And I have no doubt she's going to do a wonderful job. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me ask you this, Nicole. Would you rather have um, the Captain Marvel as, as we know it, or would you rather have Kamala Khan Miss Marvel? That's a good question. I think I don't know. I would have Kamala Khan. I like Kamala Khan way better. Way better. Oh, oh shut up, Patrick. And Jeffrey Paul. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said thanks for keeping me off of that phone, by the way. Was that corny? What? I didn't know. I, I was you know, they don't know. I wasn't telling you that Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah. Evil Corny remembers. Evil Corny remembers. Evil Corny remembers. Good luck to North, bud. Good luck to North, bud. 2020. Is that it, right? 2020? Evil Corny of Mars? Evil Corny of Mars? Yeah. 2020. 2020. I vote for you guys. Oh, I hope I didn't ruin your show. Yeah, did, Joe. No, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's just looking at me funny, so I just walked in with a giant tub full of action figures. Oh, is that what's in there? Yeah, I'm going through them. They're my brothers, but I'm going through them. Yeah, 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 I'm going
even, you know, that, that she's done have actually given her the opportunity to really, like, shine. Excel. Yeah. Shine. Yeah. There is, there is one. There is one. Maybe two. There's a movie. Ghost World and one. No, not not Ghost World. No, Ghost World's great, but she's not like anything special on Ghost World. Supportive. Yeah, supportive, yeah, she's fine. But yeah, I think I, I think um the other boiling girl is one. And then okay. uh under under the skin are two movies that she really gets a chance to shine. That's for me, at least. And, and, and one of them, she's a fucking alien. So, I mean, he might well be a robot. So, I don't know. But other boiling girls, she's playing a regular human being. So. Hands 
I know Corny, you love her, but I mean, for me, it's just, she's just kind of a bummer. Yeah, tomorrow I get that in the mail from Amazon. I get Radicule, and I get, uh, I think I bought the Osprey the Powerful, whatever. Did you buy that? Did you buy that? That's a fun movie, dude. That's a fun yeah, movie. Yeah. I, was, I don't see this. I don't see this. But... Here's my recommendation to you, Corny. Watch Army of Darkness first. Watch Army of Darkness first. Then watch Great Oz Great Power. Then watch Great Oz Great Power. Okay. Okay. The Sam Raimi, he directed both of them. And they're almost exactly the same. Oh, same beat. Oh, yeah. The, even the oh, characteristic of Oz, characteristic of Oz, Oz is basically ass to the whole movie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Joanna's here. Joanna's here. Hey. Joanna. Nicole, 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 Corny's here, too. Corny's here, too. Hey, Joanna. 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 Hi, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. best. Okay. Well, um, any other topics you guys, you guys want to hit on? Morning? Ashes? No, I'm good. Oh. No, I'm good. Oh. No, I'm good. All right, well. Well, thanks to have you all on the podcast. Well, thanks to have you all on the podcast. Well, yeah, it was hey, so cool. I just, have, I just hate that um, Patrick started, you know, interrupted a little bit. I don't know. Everything else works out okay. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm here. Sometime. Well, it'll happen. But we need we need more ladies on this show. That, that needs to happen. Well, I, we really appreciate you guys coming on through our show and being awesome. I'm talking about super interesting things and being super funny and the best. Plug the show. Guys, all you guys together make a perfect amalgamation for a show. For 
Yeah, I'm in the middle of listening to um, this past Thursday with uh, Chris and um, uh, MG. Uh, MG. Yeah. Yeah, the Will yeah, Merrill show really was really good. Chris and MG make a pretty good uh, series uh, podcast together. Bye.